A ghost? Yeah, they're real. Yeah, it's sort of what we do. So, you're like Ghostbusters? I'm Chris Mosher. And this is Monster of the Week, <laughs> the creepy but necessary and fast-forwarded podcast where we cover every single episode of the TV show Supernatural. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend Chris, who is in a hurry today. Chris, what's up? What's up, man? I gotta go. I gotta go fast. We gotta move through. We got things to do. What do we What do we have to do after this, Chris? What do we What do we gotta get to? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we, we have uh, we have no lives, Chris. <laughs> that's that's those are facts. My wife is out of town. Your girl is out of town. All we're going to do tonight is play shitty video games and eat bad food. That's what we're gonna man. do tonight. God damn! If that doesn't cut me to the quick, <laughs> <laughs> to get you, doesn't it? It really gets you. It gets me. It gets me. How are you, Jeremy? I'm doing well uh, because uh, we have a. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I was trying to segue this in, but uh, let's shout out all of the patrons. <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Monster uh-huh. of the Week. Uh, shout out. They donate a couple of bucks per month. I wanted to shout out our girl Lena. Uh, Lena is a new person. She's a convert. I believe that. Uh, she is part of what I'm quoting as the Niz Cabal, where Niz oh, goes to supernatural uh-huh. conventions in real life and apparently recruits people to listen to this podcast. I don't thank you, Niz, for, very much, but also thank you, Lena, for donating, and she's been awesome yes, on the Discord. You. We really appreciate it. Uh, apologies for forgetting about your name for like six months, which I think I am I want to do all the time. I kept reminding him behind the scenes as Jeremy. It's true. Jeremy, it's absolutely on, true. Got to hook up, girl, said, Lena. Chris, up. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen this month. It's not. It's, we're not uh, ready. Uh, but thank you, so Jeremy. Much. Works so hard and he takes all the blame for everything I do. it's all of my fault Every, everything is my fault um <laughs> but patrons get uh access to our discord uh where you can shout questions at us or just talk about stuff in general um there's a lot of stuff about feet i don't know why uh i don't i, I don't know we, got, we gotta curve away from that joke before things start getting too real it's true we probably <laughs> should get away from the feet we got to kill the foot joke at some point <laughs> but it's it's in the mm-hmm. intro chris what are we doing <laughs> It's, I'm all about mouth stuff now. Oh, oh boy. Uh, the patrons also get an exclusive <laughs> podcast and episodes of this podcast early, as well as uh, the ability to recommend Chris and I to do stuff, and we'll do a podcast about it. So uh, all of that, we have a bunch of stuff coming down the line soon. Uh, so look forward to that. Chris, can you catch me up on what's been happening with season 10? All right. You know, sometimes Supernatural is about brothers, about the struggle of being a family while grappling with the forces of heaven and hell. Sometimes it's about hunting down monsters in the dark corners of America and saving people and hunting things. You know this, Jeremy. But sometimes it's about bugs, because for all the great, meaningful episodes of Supernatural, there will always be bugs and racist trucks and old magicians and unconscious Sam and season six and Dean killing Sam's Kitsune girlfriend for no reason other than bad writing. You win some, you lose some. Sometimes we're losing one now. I can't That's believe it. I can't believe I got a shout out in the um 
<laughs> in the then segment of this podcast. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. You said my name. Mm-hmm. You talked to me. It was I so did. good. I did. I tried to improv a little bit because there was some um, the subtypos that I had to read over that I, I just didn't know what I was trying to say. Like at the end there, I was like, what are you trying to say here, Chris? I could definitely not tell that. <clears throat> Thank you. Um, you know how this episode starts? Oh, wait, you got to read. You got to read, read the I, hour and a half long. I got to do the thing. Entry. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're going to cover season 10, episode 13, Halt and Catch Fire. I still don't really understand that name. I think that's a yeah. TV show on a different network. I think, yeah, I think it is. Don't under- look, I'll look it up. You read the thing. I'll look it up. This is written by Eric Carmelo and Nicole Snyder. It was directed by John F. Showalter. It aired on February 10th, 2015. Ghostly Connection. A ghost starts killing people through various electronic devices. Sam and Dean discover who was killed and why this ghost is seeking revenge <laughs> on a group of college students. <laughs> but they can't figure out how out is how he's doing it with three dead the brothers must stop the ghost before he claims his next victim <laughs> sorry everyone got me i don't yeah call to catch fire was a show on amc uh it's got to be about technology or some shit right i mean is it is there like a like a phrase to it what does it mean a, a technology entrepreneur and former imb sales executive that's what it's about yeah what does this phrase mean it's gotta be something yeah what is the why is Where's it the disambiguous or whatever it is um button you click oh okay so it's based on the series is based on a true story uh or is yeah based on a true life story that is similar to the course events and it's led to the creation of one of the most one of the greatest technology companies of all time compact computers did compact write this did compact computers (laughs) who has thought about compact computers it's like you know 1997 yeah i had i had one when i was in like fourth grade yeah I mean, people had gateways too, but like they're not one of the greatest technology companies of all time. They just don't <laughs> exist anymore. Anyway, um, so you don't get the these then. kids. They get killed by their GPS. Yes, a bunch <laughs> of kids get killed by their GPS. Uh, I actually really liked the the then segment on this because it's just the boys like killing a bunch of ghosts, and that's really it. Like it's just a bunch. It's like it's just a really great montage of the boys killing stuff, and it was it was really good. Man, would have been would have been so great to see that. Don't know why Netflix doesn't show that. That's really yeah, bizarre. That's really, really weird. It is because all of the other seasons up till now they've they've had it. So I don't know why they would just not. Well, I wonder if maybe they've I, gone back and removed it for some of them. Like I wonder if it still yeah. exists for the early seasons. Right in listeners. I, <laughs> Two yeah, years I too I late. Remembered, I thought I remembered somebody in the Discord saying like that it comes back to Netflix in later seasons, but for some reason like season ten doesn't have, which is very bizarre. Oh, weird. So we start out um, in Spencer, Iowa. Uh, a young girl and a uh, a young girl is in the truck with a a young guy. Um, it's very obvious that he's had a few too too many to drink, and they are hungry for tacos. So he uses his phone and asks Trini. Mm-hmm. Trini, mm-hmm. yeah, Trini. Um, to take them to tacos. Series sister Trini. Series sister Trini. Uh, to take them to tacos, and the app instead takes them to an abandoned bridge. Uh, and then tells them to go screw themselves. Uh, it somehow gets the girl out of the truck. I think just by pi- politely asking. Dope. It tells her to get out of the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, like, hey, All right. yeah. Like, I don't remember her name. I think it's Delilah. They tells Delilah to get the fuck out of there. And um, I can't believe there's a woman named Delilah. And they didn't play the Delilah yeah. song in this episode. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, tells the guy to uh, screw himself and then drives the truck off of the bridge in some really bad CGI sequence. Uh, pretty, uh, pretty effed up stuff. Technology, man. Ever heard of Black Mirror? It's, uh, it's a reality, bro. Sometimes um, technology goes bad. Like when it's, uh, when your GPS says destination dead ahead and then kills you and you're like, oh, 
great. The last thing I hear is this god awful fucking pun written by some yeah. hack writer that's on the Supernatural staff for no reason. Great, <laughs> roasted, great. absolutely roasted. Uh, this episode is so season one I, that I almost—that's the key word here—that I almost liked it because I love the hammy early stuff, especially now. Like maybe the first couple times I watched Supernatural, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna skip these episodes because they're." stupid and they don't lead to anything but now i have such an affection for those early episodes that i i've convinced myself that i liked the formula of them that's not really the case i just have nostalgia and again affection for those early episodes because of when i watched them in my life so seeing something that echoes that but then it's just a badder badder a worse version of it <laughs> it's just it's it's a lot to take in i'm um I I I'll say this. I don't I don't actually mind the formula, right? Like if this was good, I would not mind this. Like cuz this is basically what we had in the last episode. Like we had just some like random thing that the boys had to go do and take care of while we like occasionally talk about Mark of Cain stuff. Um and I think I was listening to a different Supernatural podcast today. I'm going to give a shout out to um, Supernatural Books, The Winchesters in Prose. Um, this is two women that are like covering the Supernatural books. Um, so like, if you're interested in that, go check that out. God bless. God bless them. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't. We've talked about doing that, and I think I have just moved past it. Like, I'm just going to have Chris <laughs> read segments of it to me in his John Winchester <laughs> voice, and that's going to be how we cover that from now on. Um, but uh, one of those women were talking about like, as they were going to do the podcast, I think this was in their intro episode that they wanted to do the thing that you and I did way back in the day, which is, Oh, there's a monster. Let's talk about the lore of the monster outside mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. supernatural. And this, that this doesn't have any of that. Like I have nothing to latch onto. Like the villain is a ghost that is in Wi-Fi, but kind of not because it can also control speakers or something. Like it's just the most ridiculous <laughs> fucking premise. They were wireless. Speakers. They were wireless speakers. <laughs> they confused Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. I think <laughs> I just, dude, I, I am, I, as a tech guy, like I, I can't tell you the amount of times and I'm not going to do it every time it comes up, but it just it makes me just fucking crazy in this episode. Um, um, yeah, I think Sam and Dean are great in this. And, and like you said, the formula really works. It's classic supernatural, but there's so much focus on the dumb, like technology kills that in a way I almost appreciate what they're trying to do. I just think that it's so goofy that it doesn't land in that regard. Like this isn't an abominable episode, but we're going to make fun of it a lot. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we have to, right? Yeah. Highlight of the episode, right here, right now. Sam and Dean at the bunker. Sam's on the phone with Cass, who is busy riverboat gambling. Excuse me? And working his way towards Kane. Yes, that's right. Castiel is riverboat gambling somewhere. I want, I want that episode. I want the entire episode where Castiel is on a riverboat in the Mississippi River gambling with a bunch of people in straw hats trying to find out that's information not, about not, Kane. Chris is not that. It's just a bunch of people in um, Crocs and like shitty NASCAR racing <laughs> shirts that are worse. three sizes too big and like guzzling down light beer and betting on $5 or $1 blackjack tables. I don't know if you've ever been to a riverboat casino in, in Mississippi. I sure haven't. Um, I, not only have I been, I have relatives that have worked at one. Um, so like I, it's it's a bad place for everybody involved. Nobody. And it's the, some of the stupidest like let's get around these rules that I've ever heard in my life like oh the law says you can't gamble on land whatever shall we do <laughs> build a giant <laughs> boat put a blackjack table Jesus. in it it's fucking stupid man i hate oh. it so much oh. but yes also i agree i'm sorry i don't so know that's where Cass is 
you know what is it 95 degrees in the shade on any given day and yes. humid on that mississippi river mm-hmm. and castiel's still wearing that still trench wearing coat the trench coat absolutely not looking like a uh, like a weird flasher at all Definitely he's not. practically human now so he's just he's gotta be sweating buckets on that thing oh man it speaks that man because you know you know it's it's very hot where i live right now i think it's finally cooled yeah. down a little bit in your area but it's still extremely hot so i get kind of sweaty if i don't have the air cranked when i'm doing the podcast and uh i can only imagine the the dampness and the swamp thing that's happening underneath that trench coat yeah. it's not a good a, time. it's a bad it's a bad time but so uh sam delivers this news with basically everything that we just said dean's like i'm not trying to picture castiel sweating buckets in a trench coat right now However, I also don't think that Castiel is going to find anything. First of all, he's riverboat gambling. What? Second of all, (laughs) if there was something to be found, we would have found it by now. How does Um, does Castiel get money? I'm going to just divert. I hate this episode so much. I'm just going to just divert us at all. He's like like a farmhand as he drifts. No, there's absolutely no way he does that. I don't know. I honestly think he just might take money from people. You think (laughs) so? You think Dean doesn't rob them, but he just like goes into stores and like, just picks up wads of cash and leaves. I don't even think he considers it robbing it. He's like, oh, I just need this. I don't know. Do you think Dean, Dean like, could be supplying sends him? him like Western Union things? So he's stopping at the mm-hmm. local Winn-Dixie to pick yes. up a $200 and like going immediately to Natchez, Mississippi to the riverboat and like spinning his $200 at the crap table. Like what is that? Is that really what's happening? I'm not sure that Castillo would even be able to tell the different dollar bills apart. I think he'd be very confused. Um, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand, Dean. They all own slaves. Yeah. <laughs> Why oh, do you have God. them on your money? <laughs> Jesus <Yeah>. Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Cass. Our government's on, broken, man. Castillo. We, we have no part of this. <laughs> don't take it out on me, Cass. I don't know. I, I don't even um, have a legal ID, Cass. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> I've never worked a real job in my life, Cass. I don't know. I don't have a bank account. Um, so Castiel, he he's drifting down the river oh wait no this isn't what that episode's about um this is this is dean saying uh kane would have removed the mark by now if there was a way to remove it so um he gets a case or he picks up on the case of um i guess this kid being killed by his gps that shows up in the paper and dean immediately goes sounds like our kind of thing no it doesn't um so he's like hey sam i don't want to i don't want to talk about this i want to just go work i want let's let's go do this so they hop in the impala and they uh they drive on out and they arrive at Kasem College, K-A-S-E-M, um, where, and this is going to be a, a through line for the rest of the episode, and there's no, I don't think this is a joke because there's no punchline, Dean just ogles women constantly. Like, it's just the going, whole episode. It's going to be a whole thing, and, like, I don't understand, like, I don't, like, what is the joke? What is, like... Is, I swear this was written for season one, <laughs> and they lost the script. Maybe, And then dude. somebody found it and was like, oh my god, you guys remember this? And we're, they're like, we're filming it, we gotta film it, we have to do it. I feel like I've called out Eric Carmelo for bad writing in the past. I know, I'm not, I don't know who Nicole Snyder is, so I'm not gonna do that, but I feel like I've called out Eric Carmelo, and I feel like this is his spec script. Like, this is the script yeah. that got him the job at Supernatural, and then, like, they finally were like, okay, we're in the middle of season 10, and we're out of ideas. Like, let's pull that up and let's doctor it up with some Mark Cain bullshit and let's let's air it let's let's film it because that this in all of this feels so like so like yeah. such a throwback they they do it in season one dean's 26 on a college campus like he's a little old but it's not that big of a deal um, you remember when dean was and, horny for the high school cheerleaders like ooh, oh, the yeah. bathroom and, and or whatever sam had to tell him hey uh, don't be horny for teenagers dean you're a full-grown man um <laughs> but there was um there was a little bit more playfulness to that i guess because he was younger. Um, he had never died before. 
uh, <laughs> not even he spent once. all of his he spent all of his time with John Winchester or just like like fearsomely ugly truckers. And so then he's at a college party and he's surrounded by beautiful women and he's like, holy shit, Sam, this is what you did in college. Like and now I get like there was a little bit more context to it back then. Now he's died multiple times. Mm-hmm. He's been married. Yep. Uh, he's in love with an angel. Yep. He's he has the mark of Cain. He murdered a bunch of pedophiles a couple weeks ago. Rehymenated. Like, Dean has been through rehymenated. All, he's been rehymenated. He's been through a lot. And now he's just like checking out like 19 year old girls. It's, <laughs> it's very like, weird. Hey, hey, dude. Like Why they, do you even care? They they randomly walk up to two of them and ask them if they're uh like, are you Janet? And she's like, Yeah, I'm Janet. <laughs> yeah. All the chicks on campus. <laughs> There's like five thousand people on this campus right now, and you just walk up to the one that's Janet. Um, Excuse me, yeah. But they and, and they, they like sit down and they're having a conversation and like Dean is literally like leaning over to check out a girl's butt to the point where Janet is like, Are you guys really FBI? Like she doesn't say that, but that's the look on her face of like, why are you like why are you looking at that chick's butt? Like yeah, what is going on? Why are up you here? doing that and why does he have that fucking haircut? <laughs> Sam's I, you know me, man. Sam's hair is just like a it's a blind spot for me. Is it real bad? It was, this, it, this this there were some there was like two scenes where it was like pulled, you know, brushed back a little bit and it, it looked pretty good. But the rest of it, it looks like he's got a fresh cut, but but in a bad way. Um, like this was me, like like when my mom would take me to get haircuts when uh, I was little, and yeah. it just didn't work out. I was like, "Mom, I want to grow my hair out." You know, just I'll be walking out with like a fresh bowl. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, oh yeah, I know there's fresh <laughs> bowls. I got to tell you, as a guy with curly hair that would just that just goes straight out, like I was always super jealous of the bowl cut. Like I was like, "Oh man, I wish Damn. my hair, I wish my hair could do that." And now I'm so glad there are no pictures of me anywhere with a bowl cut. I mean, I've got a picture yeah. of me with a mullet, and that's that's bad enough so. that mullet's 10 out of 10 though it so is a good mullet. it's a solid mullet it's nobody's problem <laughs> so they interview this chick and um she describes the thing that happened uh notably here like there's a bunch of jokes about technology and how dean doesn't know what trini is sam says he just learned how to poke on facebook um and then like dean makes a joke about christine and the the girl doesn't understand that and there's some gen x gen y bullshit like all of it feels very I don't know. Like I, this is what I imagine a conversation like on Riverdale happening at, the, at this, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Like the, I, yeah. I've only seen like four minutes of that show or whatever, but like that's, this is just a very Riverdale conversation to me. Yeah. It's just a bunch of baloney. And then we find out that the truck who's the, I don't know the name of the kid who died. He's dead. This Billy. is his girlfriend. Billy no. is the guy who yeah? died. Yeah. Who is this chick they're talking to? <laughs> <laughs> the chick is Janet. Um, was who, she in the car? <laughs> she was in the car with, with Jimmy, um, who is, Jimmy, Bi- okay. who is Billy's brother. <laughs> I don't know so why find out, I feel so terrible about knowing this. Oh, right. So the, the person who died, the bro- the truck belonged to his brother and he died in Afghanistan. So yes. now they're starting to ask questions like, oh, trucks haunted racist truck situation. Yep. Um, we know how to deal with know, this. <laughs> right. We know how to deal with racist trucks. It's like our forte. Um, and, you know, did uh, he ha- carry anything of his brothers, like his dog tags or you know, where's he buried? But he never came home. You know, all this stuff. So they think trucks haunted. Trucks, trucks haunted. haunted. We gotta get rid of the truck. Trucks haunted. Trucks haunted. Um, and I just, I just, the best, best scene in the entire episode. They go to check out this truck. It's impounded somewhere, you know. Um, and it's just absolutely oozing and goozing, covered in ectoplasm, <laughs> like somebody loaded from head to toe in ectoplasm. Like there's no doubt in anyone's mind that we got a full blown ghost situation. <laughs> 
like chapter 16.5 in your favorite manga just came out and it covered this this truck in with ectoplasm. I think it's 16.5. I haven't actually seen that joke. I've seen that meme in like two years. So <laughs> dating myself with Gushing. that one. Gushing. With ectoplasm. Like at one point, Sam looks at it and like touches it as like, I don't think this is oil. And I'm like, yeah, Sam. <laughs> probably because it's ectoplasm, you yeah, fucking probably weirdo. Yeah, probably six gallons of ectoplasm. What are you doing? Uh, and so they burn it. And they, they salt and burn that. They salt and burn the truck, which, like, and then they go home, and that's it. And they're like, "Let's find Cass. He's riverboat gambling. He needs our help." Have you ever seen a vehicle on fire before? I don't. Yes, I mean, yes, but not in this context. Like on the side of the highway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burning. Like it's 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 a terrifying thing. Like when you see one in real life, you're just like your every instinct in your body is telling you to get away with from it as fast mm-hmm, as possible mm-hmm. because movies have taught you that it's going to explode, and also like the laws of physics say that it might explode. So. I like these two boys are just standing there and like I'm surprised Sam's yeah. not doing like warming my hands gesture on this on this right like he did in the one serial killer episode like that it's is just, it's that terrifying. is the best thing ever I love it <laughs> Sam warming his hands on the corpse <laughs> of the, a monster or whatever it was a, it was like the corpse of a dead Nazi wizard right like it was so, something yes. fucking weird <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, Sandwich. Oh, that's why Sam's. That's why Sam's my favorite character. That's why Sam is the star of the show. Everybody for those, those moments so, like that. Does he do anything in this episode other than stand there? You guys, he's just like, no, nah, ectoplasm's not combustible. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, so they burn out. They burn this truck, and then we go over to uh, two roommates. I have already forgotten the name of the the cute one that's acting quote unquote slutty. I should probably actually just look up the names of these people. Uh, and she has a redheaded roommate named Delilah, um, who is the more studious one. She's going to go spend you, all night. Go it's ahead. It's funny that you put like you put slutty in quotations because I put acting in quotations. Oh really? <laughs> the two of the, them are acting. They are quote it's unquote so, like acting. like they got their scripts and they're like this is not what we went to drama school for. It's, um, it's the most vapid nonsense. They like have to act like total idiots. It's not good to <laughs> my dude. It's not like nobody's like this. <laughs> there. Um, I think autumn has a note in here too. Let me see if I, if I put this in, um, no, that must be later. My bad. Um, We'll figure it's that a out. lot. Yeah, we'll figure it's that like, out. Oh, later. I'm gonna log on to my Facebook and then like stop every three seconds to take a huge selfie and post it, and then like take another picture with my. La- it was just like the most ridiculous nonsense. It's not good. Uh, have I said that that it's not good? It's not good. I yeah. I mean, somebody definitely said it. I like. Uh, I just looked up the uh, the Supernatural wiki. Um, gives me like the actor's name and the um the character that they played and uh, normally like the actor name is a hyperlink to go to their imdb page or whatever and then the character name is a is a hyperlink so that you can go to like that profile of that character in case they like have multiple episodes literally none of these have hyperlink they, they're not they don't even have wiki pages for these characters chris and you know how Sad. wiki people are right like they're they get into it we do they they know the difference between a windigo's claws and its fangs or whatever yeah. So uh Julie is the one looking at Facebook and posting selfies. Uh she gets a, a chat request from uh Princess Elsa eight and uh this weird thing where she is talking to this person that she doesn't know, uh which feels like very nineteen ninety internet to me, but mm-hmm. whatever. Uh but she's putting hashtags in her sentences. It'd be like yes, if I was every if, sentence. It'd be like if you asked me a question and I would answer you hashtag confused. What do you mean, Chris? Yeah. Hey, uh, Jeremy, what time do you want to cure t- uh, record tonight? Hashtag curious. Like, that's how every one of these goes. Hashtag solid. Maybe 9 p.m., bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if anyone ever did this. Yes. Like saying hashtag whatever. 
It's it's still a thing, and it definitely was a thing probably at the time of this episode, but it's still so obnoxious and weird. Like, I get they're being campy with it because it's supernatural, and that's what they do. It's just very silly. Um, so, but- the, so the chat person, Princess Elsa 8, uh, tells her that they know about 810, and of course the chick freaks out. She turns off her laptop. It turns itself back on. Uh, it starts getting cold. You can see Julie's breath, and then the laptop turns itself back on and like creates an eight ten out of the phrase eight ten of number of the numbers eight ten on her screen, which is just super dumb. And then her laptop cable comes out and strangles her. Yeah, ghost strangled by a ghost laptop. You know we've we've seen a cord strangulation on Supernatural before. It was the uh, it was. It was definitely a ghost, but I think it was a lamp cord snuck up behind some chick and strangled mm. her. I uh, this effect never works for me. I don't like it. I think it's bad, and I don't like this kill. Like even if they're yeah, trying Jer- to do I, like slasher camp stuff, like this is a on bad the kill. record. Mm-hmm. On the record, Jeremy is not afraid of lamps. Nope, he's not afraid of cords, nope. Ethernet cables, Mm-mm. none of it. Nope. Not afraid. Nope. I've got my RJ45 crimper right here. If you come at me, bro, I'm ready. I will crimp <laughs> I those will cables. Snip your shit. I will. I'm not fucking scared. I know where all eight pairs, four pairs, <laughs> four pairs of a Ethernet all cable dogs, go to. I am not fucking scared. Not fucking. I have a diagram right here that shows me exactly how to crimp a coax cable. Come at me. That's all I'm saying. Come at me, lamp. I don't give a shit. At OMTWCast. At me your bullshit and I will crimp it. That's what I'm I got say. wireless headphones, motherfucker. That's what I'm going to do to all your tweets. I'm going to crimp them, Chris. I'm going to crimp all your <laughs> tweets. Fuck your <sighs> tweets. They're crimped. Fuck your tweet, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, so she dies. It's really yeah, sad. Yeah, yeah, it's really sad. Um, Super sad. Sure. <clears throat> so I thought it was an all- all girls school for like a minute because like dean's walking by more babes and like can't handle it but then they show a bunch of guys i was like oh yeah um so first it possessed a truck then it possessed a computer uh do we have a ghost in the machine on our hands Uh oh maybe uh, they go talk to the roommate delilah um so everybody knew billy the first kid who died um because he was the president of std the local frat um her <laughs> her she this is like, like a fucking like, okay, uh naked one, gun guys. joke by the way like yeah, this is such yeah. a dumb fucking 1982 <laughs> but, joke but naked joke just naked gun is way better than this it is though. absolutely <laughs> but it's like this is the level we're de- of parody we're yeah. dealing with like i you know the, the, out- the, the only thing that is funny about this joke is that not a single person knows that like why that should be funny except for sam and dean they're like oh that's that's weird but like no none of the cast react um but so this girl, Delilah, she says, yeah, I knew I knew Billy and my roommate died. I don't know what the hell happened. Um, they start asking her some questions and it's pretty clear that she's like, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm holding something back. I'm not interested in revealing at this time. Um, you have to go complete some additional side quests before I'm, I'll be ready to uh, help you progress with the main quest. Yes. Sam and Dean are like this shit again. All right. Gotta go, gotta go kill some rats. Uh, Time to go dig and kill some rats, yep. So they go to the cafeteria, and Dean comes back with a plate of food that he is so excited about because it's basically like a trip around the world. He's got Italian yeah. food, he's got he's got Chinese food, he's got some, like, a, a big thing of cake on there. He's just, and he seems to be very excited about it, and I, I again, what is the level of joke we're operating at right now? Like, what, what, what are we doing? Uh, just me- cramming food in his mouth the whole time. And I kept expecting that to, like, be yeah. something. But, it's, I mean, it's better than the uh, Dean who wasn't eating because he was so, like, hopped up on the Mark of K. And I was like, is this supposed to be, like, a reflection of that? Because now he's eating so much. But it just doesn't really pan out. I mean, there is, like, a, a pretty nice message, I would say, for Dean at the end of this. Like, it does wrap itself up in an in a, uh, enjoyable way. But it's just so weird along the way. Um, so, yeah, Dean is just cramming... Uh, 
around the world in 80 days into his face and Sam stole the dead girl's laptop and is hacking it. Super dope. Super dope. Sam, MVP of this episode already. I love yeah, this. I love yeah. this. Uh, I'm going to pretend that he warmed his hands on the truck fire and I'm going to, I'm just, and I'm, Dude. and he definitely stole this laptop. Every time you bring that up, like the image of him just warming his hands on the corpse so good. of a burning dead Nazi is too so, fucking A dead funny. Nazi wizard. So fucked up. Dead it's Nazi so wizard. So fucking good. Um, <laughs> It's I don't so actually weird I don't actually perfect. remember that but yeah it could have been a Nazi uh, wizard. So they 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 <laughs> undercover they they uncovered the uh the quote insta chat with Princess Elsa and they're trying to figure out what 810 means um when they come up with three different addresses so they decide to Dean decides to get his food for go and they're going to go around and check out these addresses. There's a real quick thing here where they're like, "Oh, is it a date? Is it uh a, an area code or is mm-hmm. it a coordinates or an address or I I like seeing this small aspect of their, what their job is because we often will see somebody either just fully tell them the information or them immediately figuring it out what it is like you know some time has passed and so and so just found the right passage in a book and now we know what we're doing next i like even though it's just like two sentences of them like kind of like you know um free ball and trying to like free ball and um definitely free ball yeah out, yeah yeah Whatever it is, you know, um, just and, you know, they come <laughs> taking off their underwear and putting their pants back on and going back out and to just, hunt. Just, <laughs> just saying, hey, it. yeah, bros for life. They say and they do like a pinky swear, like yeah. like heroic, like they flex and they 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 wrap their pinkies around each other. They say free ball and bros. Uh, let's go find this address. Let's go harass a widow. Let's do this shit. And uh, they find out that Princess Elsa eight is a third grader who uh, like got hacked or whatever. They find that out from yeah. the cops. So there's no way that that was a real person at the other on the other side. Um, they camp out at this address, this 810. I think Dean's eating more now or something. He may be, there's a joke here with about him eating. I may be wrong. Uh, but they just watch a woman leave her house and like go over to a street sign and start picking up flowers. And they're like, and they actually, she leaves her house and they're instantly like, what the fuck is this chick doing? What are we, we've got to follow her. And then they like fucking follow creepy follower, like Sam like Dean. on foot. In trench coats in the middle of the afternoon. It it's fucking terrifying. Like I was looking at this from the perspective of a guy who, you know, as I've lived my life as a as a white dude in the South where everything was basically handed to me, and like trying to imagine this woman like looking behind her and seeing these like lurking dudes in suits and not knowing who the fuck they are and being fucking they look like terrified. fucking repo men back there. It's or some shit. Like, it's fucking terrifying, man. Like what yeah. are you doing? Don't do this. And like literally just stalking her, like stalking behind her, and then like she's she stops at the street sign and starts picking up flowers, and they're like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, calm, it's a calm very wide, very empty suburban street. There's no cars driving by. There are no other pedestrians. It's just this woman with some flowers or going to get some flowers. And then two men in trench coats following close behind her. And then, yeah, immediately like, what the fuck are you doing? And well, here's where we learn. Um, this is the site of where her husband died in a car accident. And she's removing the flowers that keep being left there. Because it's like a reminder to her uh, of what happened and she like can't bear to look at them. Yeah. And notably, she says that a college girl with long red hair is leaving the flowers and we've already met one and her name is Delilah. So yeah. um, we go back to the college. Dean gets more food and Sam researches the death of this dude who was a high school teacher, but they can't really figure out any connections. Um, they can't like no, they can't really figure out what's happening here. So we go back over to Delilah, who is hanging out with Kyle. Yeah, chode number two over here. Um, what the sh- fuck is this? Yeah. Um, he so Delilah's freaking out because Dean called her. Um, and Kyle is just he's just he's just being the worst. He's like, man, uh, yeah, I guess I guess they know 
or something. No, wait, no, 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 no. Well, um, first off, he's on Sexter trying to hook up. He's on Sexter. Yeah. So she's freaking out because she thinks, oh, if Dean's calling, they must know about what we did. We don't know what they did yet. Kyle is totally like, whatever, whatever, babe. I don't give a shit. They're not going to figure it out. Fuck, chill out. Stupid chick. You don't get it. I'm trying to get laid. So she's just like, okay, great. Thanks. Awesome. I'm gonna, I'll just go fuck myself. Thanks. Um, frat boy is he's sexting or whatever. He thinks he's about to get laid. Um, but it turns out that he's just getting ghost murdered. Yes. Um, I stretched head to toe in actoplasm. I boy, Chris, do I not like Mm -hmm. the mechanics of any of this? So his music turns on and it goes extremely loud. It goes so loud that the, the chubby boy with the weirdly hairy chest has to come over. And like, I don't know why they have this shirtless guy. This really feels like a fucking sex romp from the eighties. I know I say that a lot about yeah. supernatural, but Jesus Christ, like, and it's not, it's not woke. Like Porky. It's not woke. Like Porky's too is, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <They're> bad. <laughs> I just like the, the weird bit with the, with the, not roommate, but like the next door neighbor, like coming over in a towel and flip flops of like, turn your music down, bro. Some of us have to study or whatever. Like so fucking stupid. Um, anyway, his, his music goes on way loud and he has big tower speakers and it goes so loud that his like blood starts coming out of his body and he's covered in head to toe. I hate when that happens. Oh my God. I hate when that happens. It's, this is fucking impossible. <laughs> this is fucking impossible, right? Like I have known dudes that had subwoofers in their truck that they, and they could turn them up so loud. It would blow the glass out of the, uh, out of like the passenger side glass would blow out. Right. Like that's, that, that was apparently cool for a while in, in Northern Louisiana for some reason. I don't think that this is, I don't think you can kill somebody by base. I just don't think yeah, it's possible. I don't know. I mean, I know dudes who have like played in hardcore bands for like years and years, and they've definitely like sustained some, some hearing loss from all the shows. Um, but I don't think that their heads have ever exploded or, or I don't, I don't think any of them have been ghost murdered now that I think of it. Weird. It's weird how that works out. It's also, I, I know some dudes that have played in hardcore bands. It's like, yeah, I've known a guy that owns is that has a guitar in his dad's garage too. <laughs> like I'm there. A lot, I, a lot of them are still in hardcore bands. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they're still in their dad's garage. Just, I agree. Just, yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm sorry. I don't, I, I, these guys are your friends. I'm sorry. I don't want to. Um, so, all right. So, Ky- so, here? so Kyle dies. His head, his head explodes or whatever. Yeah. And then we cut over to Sam who is hanging out with Delilah, the roommate. And uh, when Dean comes in with news about Kyle and Delilah, and presumably a tray full of food and, and presumably like, like a fucking just j- like a giant hoagie, just a giant fucking subway yeah. sandwich filled with every single possible condiment that you can get on a subway sandwich. Um, but Delilah finally confesses up. So Billy and Jimmy Delilah. And I guess maybe one of these dudes was Kyle. Maybe yeah, it had to be Kyle, right? Yeah, it was it was Kyle and Kyle and Billy Jimmy. No, Kyle and, and Delilah, Jimmy. Delilah and, and the girl who died. Julie. 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 Yes. They were all looking at their phones um in it's Billy's It's so truck. fucking funny, dude. The They're- flashback where every single one of them has their phone out. It's like taking selfies, it's looking even the dude who's driving, it's like I know millennials and fucking technology in their phones. Oh, it's scary. Nobody looks away. It's so much that i could like it's just so un- like ridiculous hey i liked your tweet bro hey i just retweeted your tweet bro <laughs> like it's that's oh that's basically a line yeah and, and you and i do that 
But yeah, that, we, we send each other each other's tweets. Yeah, <laughs> we wouldn't be able to stand to be each other in the same be next to each no. other in the same room if we had that conversation, no. right? Like, yeah, no. it's just so fucking cheesy and bad. But um, um, they they you know of course drift off into the other lane. Um, they have to like a car comes by. They jerk the wheel at the last moment. The car, meanwhile, like swerves and hits a telephone pole and as they're sitting there uh they like nobody is calling the cops even though delia's delilah is begging them to and as they're sitting there watching an electrical line falls down and like fries whoever is in it and uh jimmy says oh no wait i have a i have a dui on record if i get in trouble again you know i'll lose my license or i won't be able to be frat boy president or whatever like whatever this (laughs) is uh so they just leave and they're like, okay, see you later. So, yeah. And that's why they they're all this dying. guy burn alive. Like they could have gone over open, open homeboy's door and not let him burn alive. Like this is just such a dire mistake. Like, oh shit, we, we caused a car accident. Like the one girl, Delilah is like, let me get out and help that dude. And that would have probably been enough. But, um, yeah, they just leave a dude locked in his car to fry to death. And I was like, man, these guys, uh, they, they do have it coming. They yeah. do deserve ghost they, murder. Let the ghost kill them and then kill the ghost. Like, I think that's what we deserve to have have happen right yeah. now. And of course, the ghost, like Sam and Dean have not saved any people as of yet. So like the ghost has murdered his way through this truck pretty well already. Um, uh, so they confess to Delilah that they don't quite know, like the Basically, ghosts are real. We hunt them, and she's like, "Oh, you're the Ghostbusters, or whatever." Um, but they don't know what the this ghost is tied to, so they don't know what's happening. Dean thinks it may be the power lines, but that doesn't really go with the truck kill. Uh, so Sam decides, "I'm going to go talk to the widow while you babysit Delilah." Um, and this leads to a scene between Dean and Delilah where uh she f- confesses to, i keep saying confesses for some reason i have no idea why uh she tells dean she feels really guilty about this whole thing um and she's been having nightmares and that's the reason she stays up all night studying and it's been great for her gpa uh and how the, you know she's been obsessing with this man that she killed and it's how that's like weird and not normal and dean's like actually i totally understand that like it's it's you know you do these things and you know you just you just have to deal with it and you have to learn how to ask forgiveness and get past it and she's like how do you deal with it and he's like whiskey and denial and i'm like yeah that should be fucking dean winchester's t-shirt at this point is whiskey yeah. and denial yeah um but it's it's actually kind of very tender moment for dean in an episode that is otherwise like bereft of anything valuable for supernatural fans at all so yeah they just like randomly come out swinging with like you know dean has been going through a lot this season and then suddenly in this episode of all episodes, he lands on kind of like a um, a contemplative, like insightful um, version of himself that is like able to look back and sort of reflect on the way that he either is or isn't processing everything that he's dealing with. <laughs> like we, we get woke Dean who's like, ah, hold on. I think I'm finding my path to enlightenment here via uh, ghost murders. Well, and, and like, this is so, I, I love this scene. Like this is, this is like probably the one moment of this episode that I like the most, but it's so out of whack with the character of Dean as they've presented him in this episode. Like this isn't the same Dean that's been shoveling down college food or has been like ogling women in the quad, right? Like this is a totally right. different new Dean that we there's no is like the season ten Dean all of a sudden. And when it makes this episode even worse that this good moment exists because it feels so fucking out of place. Yeah, it's really weird. Like they they should have eased into this more throughout because yeah. when uh, at the end of the last episode when Dean comes back from being uh, young Dean and he's you know 
he isn't depressed or whatever. Sam is like, we'll keep, we'll keep fighting. We'll, we'll try to find a way. We'll do something. And Dean's like, all right, give me the keys. I'm driving. Like it doesn't end on a depressing note. Like it clearly shows that Dean is, he's working on his mental state. He's trying to hold on to what he does have um, while, you know, continuing to, to move forward. So this is, this feels like a continuation of that, but like pointed in the middle of this ridiculous episode. It's like, Whoa, this came out of nowhere. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really random. Uh, meanwhile, Sam has gone to the spot where this cat died. Andrew is the name of the ghost and the guy that died. Um, that they ran off the road. Um, gone to the site. He's looking around at the electric pole uh, or telephone pole, and he looks up and he sees a device. And then he looks over, and then there's another device. And that somehow clicks with him, so that he calls Dean and tells Dean that the ghost is moving around on Wi-Fi. And Wi-Fi's haunted. <laughs> Wi-Fi's haunted, everybody. Which is such a cool idea. Like I think I think that there's there's <laughs> there's really cool something idea. to that. If they had just like bothered to base it in how Wi-Fi works it, at all. It's so, like how does a Wi-Fi ghost control the laptop charger cable that's no longer even plugged into? What is happening? I don't like just, this. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm so angry, Chris. I get so angry when I think about this. Um It's better not to dwell on the uh, on the ghost aspect of it. So this is the part where um they have to or the go- the ghost like infiltrates right because now yes. it's like oh we know what it is <laughs> because oh when he caught on fire he was then electrocuted by wi-fi cables right yes yes <laughs> okay so that's how he was uploaded to the net um all right so sam has his plan he doesn't say what it is he has his plan in the meantime uh dean needs to turn off like all the routers in the sorority house or whatever that they're in and um before he can do that all the lights start to flicker it's ghost time um the ghost's really really weird makeup face that they chose starts appearing on all the screens and dean just starts smashing phones left and right i hate this i think the makeup stuff for the ghost is really really bad i don't know why i hate that i'm even trying to like gonna make this work in my head right like i'm already mad at myself for doing it but i guess (laughs) if the if the ghost can like transfer itself around wi-fi and then like manifest in the room maybe this makes a lot of sense but like all of a sudden the ghost is faced is on dean's phone and like did dean bother like hooking up on the wi-fi so he would save his data like in the, at the sorority house and he's babysitting this chick like <laughs> i don't know man what uh, it, i mean or is it just like is it nfc like does it work like a fucking nintendo amiibo where you just hold the ghost know. next to your wii and you get a, a special present and wind waker or something like what the laws of wi-fi do not apply <laughs> I'm so angry about it, Chris. But it, it yeah. that all of that aside, let's just the scene by itself, which is Dean and the sorority girl in a room, and this badly makeup dude shows up on every single screen, and then Dean starts punching the screens. Is so yeah. fucking ridiculous it's and bad. So stupid. I hate it. Um, I, I don't know how to deal with it. So Sam Sam goes to the widow's house. Uh, she answers the door, and she's like, "It's about my ghost husband, isn't it?" <laughs> um immediately just like oh okay um and and while this is happening uh dean and delilah go to the basement because she's like the reception sucks down there um and then they salt all the windows and doors because there's no wi-fi down there so salt maybe maybe can also help um and then back to sam talking to the widow about how andrew the ghost uh started contacting her online after he died and Mm -hmm. she thought that it was romantic um to be talking to her dead ghost husband but then he became obsessed with revenge and she was like that's less romantic honey please stop 
Yeah. Can we just hang out and have a nice dinner date and watch, you know, The Office? Yeah. And he's like, fuck Julie, fuck Delilah, fuck Jimmy, right. fuck D- Kyle. Right. <laughs> back, you know, back in my, my paper delivery boy days, I couldn't tell you the amount of times I would knock on somebody's door to give them their paper and they would answer the door and they go, this is about my ghost husband, isn't it? And I would say, no, ma'am, it's just about this newspaper. Here you go. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm so sorry about your ghost husband, though. That makes me feel bad for you. Yeah, I'm sorry, lady. I'm eight. My dad's parked outside. I got to go back in the van, okay? <laughs> I got, I got, we just started this route. I used to deliver papers with my dad. That's a fun fact about me. Um, I, um, I walked outside of a grocery store the other day and there were a bunch of um, Boy Scouts there peddling some sort of popcorn can. And they were like, Mr. Mr., do you want some popcorn? And I just... Like, no, I don't. But, like, I don't know how to Did get myself. Him? I just kind of looked at him. Like, I had a thing of, of like, groceries in front. I had a cart full of groceries in front of me. And I was just like, I bought popcorn already. I just turned around and walked off. <laughs> I don't know how to deal with young people asking me questions I don't know how at to deal all with anymore. Either. Yeah. At least with Girl Scout cookies, you know you're getting that good shit, right? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to support the Girl Scouts. They're a very progressive organization. Fuck the Boy Scouts. <clears throat> Fuck the Boy Scouts. Fuck. All I did was build birdhouses and start fires i did have one cool weekend with my grandpa at, at, at a boy scout camp but that was it that was the only time i had fun with that thing i actually had like a book a pretty decent time in boy scouts we went camping with all my friends we did lots of fun stuff but then i stopped as soon as i could because i was like yeah mom have you heard of final fantasy i'm trying to spend my time with that excuse me i'm trying to have a squall weekend over here not a dad yeah. weekend jesus yeah, fucking come Christ. On. sorry gary um <laughs> later right, gary so, so what are these boys up to um are we still talking so about yeah, this she, episode? Have we not killed the ghost yet? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the husband, Andrew, who's contacting her online about, you know, ghost revenge. Um, down in the basement, Dean and Delilah here vibrating. There was they, somebody left their phone in the couch. Um, and uh oh, now um, ghost Andrew was able to get through into the basement because there's a Wi-Fi signal down there. Yep. Um, he tosses Dean. They're locked in. Dean tries to, like, reason with Andrew, but it's not working. He says something along the lines of like the blood fuels the rage, um, meaning the more you give in to the anger or the more you kill, the more you hurt, the angrier uh, you become, the more obsessed with it you become. Obviously, Dean is is aware of that because the more that he killed with the Mark of Cain, the more that's all he could think about. The more he tried to uh, quench that thirst, the thirstier he became. Yes. I don't I don't have anything to add to this. I just yeah. want to, I just um, want this so episode I think to be they, over now. <laughs> there's some there's some ghost fighting happening. Yeah, he yeah, texts yeah. Sam for help from that phone. I think he just texts him 911. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so uh Sam has to kick into action, but um while Dean, Dean says something along Dean's being choked, like Dean starts getting choked Dean's out. Choked. He says it's up to you, man, pain or peace. And obviously this is one of those moments where we go, "Oh, he's talking about himself." He's talking about himself. Um which I get. I mean, this is this is sort of Dean Again, seeing himself reflected in a monster and, and saying, oh, OK, like I can choose to try to live with this and, and make the best of it, or I can embrace it and make things worse and worse for myself. It's a little different because we're talking about a uh, supernatural power controlling him and warping his mind versus a guy who wants ghost revenge. Yes, absolutely. Um, which is it's, it's fine, I guess. Um so, but then he's saved by the FaceTime. He's saved by FaceTime, which is the winner in this in this episode. Uh, because Sam calls back. Uh, Delilah is holding up the phone with the widow, whose name I do not know, uh, the widow's face there. And she tells the ghost that he's got to let go. Um, it 
I think that's it. Just let go. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. Please get, please go away. And it works. And Andrew like fades away and they didn't even kill the ghost. He just, cause you can't kill Wi-Fi. That's, I mean, if you're a ghost and you get, and you haunt the Wi-Fi, like you, that's, you can't, you're just going to be there forever, I guess. Yeah. You're going to burn down the Wi-Fi. I, Chris, this episode. Yeah, I don't know. So I guess angry. he just vanishes. He just passes on of his own accord. Is that what happens here? Uh, that's it. Gone that's, that's, that's all that happens. Yeah. Um, Which is yeah, fine, that, I guess. Yeah. At the end, Sam and Dean drive Delilah to the widow's house so they can talk and they just leave her there. So she's going to have to get a ride home. Um, yep. Um, also, uh, this, uh, this was the Autumn comment. When uh, this chick is walking up, Autumn said, who wears white socks and loafers if they aren't a greaser from the 50s? <laughs> so apparently Delilah is wearing white socks and loafers, which I did not notice not, at all. She was not stunting. Um, <laughs> not stunting. Um, so ghost ghost gone, John gone. The boys are in the Impala. They're, they're driving and now mm-hmm, it's the time mm-hmm. for, their, for their talk um they're BM, they talk about, if you will yes yes dean talks about choosing peace um and uh how choosing peace doesn't mean staying in the bunker choosing peace for dean means helping people and working cases doing what they do best now i will say for this episode's credit because it reminded me of season one it reminded me of that original mission statement saving people hunting things um because you know they stray from that so often right and they have to otherwise the show would be boring but here, even though it was really stupid, it felt like a classic, we just hunted a ghost. I mean, that's what it was. They went and they helped people who were being killed by a ghost. Um, they helped resolve something. And they saved people, not all of them. They saved like one person. Um, and they hunted a thing. I don't know if he died, but whatever. It's, it's over and done with. They did their job, classic Supernatural style. So Dean saying, this is what makes me feel good. This, this is what I need to be doing with my life. Because coming out of that situation, I, I believed him. I was like, yes, you're right, Dean. I, I agree with you. I do think this is what you guys need to be doing. Hunting monsters and not getting wrapped up in, you know, crazy metaphysical, um, you know, angel demon wars, which of course is always going to keep happening to them. But to make the conscious choice to, for Dean to say, I should just be hunting monsters. I should be doing this basic thing that actually has a real substantial effect for, for good on the world. Absolutely. And, and, and this is, this is good stuff. Like, I, I feel like we've been down this road before with Dean. Like, I feel like Dean always yeah. returns to the job and is like, this is what makes me complete. And this is what makes me Definitely. happy. And so we're, we're in familiar territory, but it's also Dean, like kind of giving up in a way. And just like, I, I can't change this. So I'm not going to change it. I'm going to learn how to live with it, which, yeah. which is important in some ways. Like, I think that's a valuable lesson for the brothers to have. Like if, when Sam dies the next time, maybe he can just deal with that instead of make right. weird deals to bring him back. And I think that's an important lesson, but and I, yeah. Dean says something about how, you know, cause oh, Sam is saying, Oh, Cass is so close. You know, he's, he's got these clues. He's following this trail. He's almost there. He might have something, but Dean is like, I want that all to stop because I want to stop waking up in the morning with this false hope that Castiel or somebody is going to pluck an answer out of the sky and cure everything. It's not going to happen. And Dean doesn't want to live with that false hope. He wants to look at this thing in the face and say, I'm going to deal with it myself. I'm going to fight this, but on my own terms. I'm not going to just sit around and hope and pray and continuously be disappointed because there's not an actual cure for this. There's not some pill I can take or whatever or some spell that's just going to magically make this disappear. He has to fight it on his own terms. He has to learn to live with it. Otherwise, that feeling of despair and hopelessness is going to remain. Because you keep getting your hopes up for something and they keep getting dashed. So he has to just block that out of his mind. And I have to, re- I have to respect that philosophy here. Yeah. He's not giving up, but he wants to fight a different way. He can't just believe in false hope because that's, that's what Sam wants to do. Not because he thinks it's false hope, but because 
that's what he thinks he should do. He thinks he could, should keep searching for that cure, keep trying to give D- Dean hope, but he doesn't realize that that's actually making it a little bit harder for Dean. Exactly. Yeah. And I get this from Sam too, right? Like Sam is, mm-hmm. Sam wants to help his brother. He wants him to be successful and not, you know, he wants him to have a job and hold down a normal, I'm kidding. He doesn't want any of those things. He just wants <laughs> Dean to be, to be a normal guy, just a normal human without any weird marks of Kane and marks of demons on him. Um, and I, I get all of that. Like, and it's, you know, again, I, in the last episode of this podcast, I talked about kind of wanting this to hurry up and get somewhere. Uh, this is not what I wanted at all. And I feel like this is just like, this is just supernatural spinning in its wheels, which is some of the most negative memories I have of supernatural of mm-hmm. being really into the general plot and what's going on, but like having to go through a fucking Wi-Fi demon, which is straight out of Buffy season one, by the way, like this is literally a plot from Buffy season one. I just thought about that. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so much worse and also better in Buffy because it's like the early nineties or whatever. So like the terminology is fucking crazy and the computer. Oh my God, it's bad and, and good. And yeah, anyway, but like having to suffer through a Wi-Fi ghost in order to get to like two tiny morsels of Mark of Cain plot. And I'm, I'm just like, I, I just do not care about this episode. We rarely say, uh, you can skip this episode, but I think this is probably my second one out of, you know, a hundred and however many episodes we're in that I would say you could, you could easily skip. Because it's not often that you have to suffer through a Wi-Fi ghost. You think that should be the title? Is that it? Did we just I, nail it? <clears throat> that sounds that sounds like old school titles for us, where it was like a little bit funny and kooky, and people go, "Hmm, what's that?" Um, and not just like show us your feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's back when we had like some like <laughs> restrictions on ourselves. Yeah, nowadays I was looking through them, and like we used to use the word "nut" just apparently a lot. I was like, "Oh yeah, God." Yeah. You know, we um, there was some famous person in the uh, supernatural community was like, I'm going to do a video about supernatural podcast or a podcast that people that like supernatural be into. And, um, you know, I, I didn't really think about it, but I was like a couple somebody added us. Uh, it was like, oh, hey, you should check out Monster of the Week podcast. And then um, which thank you very much for, for that. And then because otherwise I wouldn't have seen the tweet. And then uh, we we asked some some of our discord people like, hey, if, it, if you're comfortable doing this, like in responding, like it would be kind of a super cool thing to be mentioned in this super popular supernatural YouTubers video or whatever. And they did like several people did. And then I got to thinking like, what episode with this woman? Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I didn't put two and two together with that. Like, which... I thought, oh man, you guys are so nice. That's yeah. really nice. You know, it, it, it's just just the fact that people would even care to show support means more than than anything absolutely Um, and then you think fuck we named an episode ghost cuck yes yes (laughs) fuck which i feel bad about because like it it probably it wasn't even like using the word like i don't know i just yeah all of there's a lot of things i regret in the episode titles so anyway uh you know what do you have anything more to say about this this stinker of an episode no you know i had fun talking about it so at the end of the day who cares i am yeah yeah i'm here for talking to you about stuff um Anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you for reaching out and telling us that you've been listening. Thank you to all of the people over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Um, if you want to join up and support the show directly, that is the best place to do so when you get cool benefits for doing it. You can also leave reviews on iTunes or Stitcher or Apple podcast. We appreciate each and every single one of those. We've gotten a few of those recently and it was really nice. Um, we also have various Facebook and Instagram presences, which are all in the spots that you could probably imagine. You can find links to all of that at monster of the week dot cool. Uh, you should also listen to thinking face, our podcast yes. about emojis, which is um, the day we're recording. This is getting a little weird, Chris. It's getting a little weird. <laughs> it's getting, it's a, getting little a little weird. weird. But uh, thank you so much. We appreciate it. And we'll be back next week with, um, uh, Oh, uh, Oh, uh, Oh, I don't have this queued up. I will have to drop a marker.
God damn it, it doesn't say it in the full episode, so I have to go back to the list. <laughs> we will go. We will be back next week with The Return of Kane. Good night. Good night, everybody. I love you. I love you too. Oh, wait, you were talking to the <laughs> audience. <laughs> call you like baby or something to really freak you out oh no i, I called know, you girl maybe. i kept saying girl to you and you didn't like that <laughs> i was like whatever you say girl and you're like please uh, stop i don't like this uh. Oh, hey. How's it going? Good. I was watching the um, Supernatural parody by the Hollywood show. Ah, try to study up, huh? I guess I, I know this is good, right? Like it's all, it's all fun, but like, Mm -hmm. what's, I mean, like what's the definition of a parody in this context? Because it's not, Um, it's not like they're not parodying supernatural in this they're just redoing some supernatural scenes with like kind of a silly bent to them yeah it's just like it's just like a supernatural like fan music video it's it's all it is it's a very well produced and extraordinarily Mm -hmm. casted amv that's all you've got Mm -hmm. here maybe the song itself is parody right i haven't heard in a long time but don't they change the lyrics or something okay okay so sure yeah in that case it would be a parody of shake it off like it would be a supernatural parody of shake it off by the hollywood show yeah, I'm really being critical. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm ready. I have found my hill, and I've planted my flag, and I am ready yeah. to die on this. We all, we all got to find some place that. Uh, what? Oh God, can't find my way through that. All right. Um, how are you, my man? I'm okay. Uh, I stayed up from work today, and every time I stay home from work, I feel really guilty. Of course, but you know what? I think my body needed it today. In yeah. fact, I know my body needed it today because it has not good but thankfully i can still do a podcast either uh i think i need to change my internet over because you were cutting out every 10 seconds oh no this is my least favorite thing is even when my internet's working it's not working mine's been the same way so it's been a little bit better recently but it's still it's not optimal if you ask me it's not optimal not optimal my man not optimal not optimal Um, all right be right back okay Absolutely not optimal whatsoever. I can't tell if this worked. Did it work? Hello? Hey. Hello? Testing. Testing. Are you, are you laughing at my jokes or test, what? Test. <laughs> Did you say something? Whoa, funny? that's... Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Um, oh, oh, my bad. You sound the same to me, but if you can hear me, then it's probably an improvement. Yeah, you're not you're not cutting out every like like you were cut out for like only a half a second, but that's enough to completely mm. miss the context of what you're t- talking about. Yep, yep. Um, you're cutting out like a tiny little bit, but we'll see how it goes. It might be fine. Uh, we can try like we could do that um, other program that we used the other day. 
Zoom caster, Zen caster. What? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, excuse me. Yeah, like, we could switch over that if you want to try that. If you don't, I mean, can't hurt to try, right? Wasn't it like way better when we tried it? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of forgot that we did it. So let's do MOTW one forty four. The play is gonna hate, 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 hate. Don't you do it. Man, Discord is I don't know how you feel about it, but I find that Discord on a on a like desktop is a nightmare to navigate. I was trying to scroll up to the channel that we record on and I like could not do it. I just kept clicking on different channels. I not a big fan of Discord. I know that that's that's pretty tough talk coming from a fellow like me. <laughs> Damn. It's just like I know that this is the way that gamers communicate in 2019 it's true like it genuinely i don't i like really don't like using it i mean on the phone it's fine it's like any other app and it, it'll work totally fine but i really like i i struggle on the on the like you just sent me a link and i'm i don't know how to get to it it's i'm struggling do you not ha- i mean you can too like you're, you're you got, got it? it okay okay i don't i don't want it in internet explorer laptop what is this 1999 Open that shit in Chrome, homie. Yeah, what the fuck? I gotta change my settings on this. All right, I'm going to um, close out of Discord and switch over. Okay. <laughs> you really squall? Are you really squall right now? Is that what you're doing? What up? It's your boy. How do I sound? Yeah, I mean, you sound like you're 15 years old, but HD-ified. All right. First of all, he's he's seventeen. All right. Damn. I think you know that. Oh well, don't make any more funny jokes because I remembered my settings are set up for Discord and not Chrome. Hold on one second. Okay. What is what application do I use for that loop back? Beats me. Um, Chrome. Okay. So testing, testing, testing. Chris, can you say something? Uh, what up? It's your boy. Uh, Word. Skinny penis. Uh, skinny pee up in the house. <laughs> uh, that's a vine. That was just the first thing that came to my mind. If you've got a skinny penis, does that mean that your flow is higher than normal or flow? What do you mean by flow? <laughs> your 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 piss, your urine flow. My pee flow. Yeah. Oh. Like you've got a, a let's just assume that you have a very long extraordinarily skinny penis. Uh-huh. So I don't know, and you've got and, and you've got a bladder full, man. You have been yeah. you've been driving home in traffic like thirty minutes. Don't want to stop at the convenience store because all of the Circle K's on your way home are just nasty. You get home, you 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 roll out that skinny penis, and then what happens? Are you blowed back by the pressure, or is it just a? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, are you bracing yeah. for impact, or what? Do you, what, what? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm trying to think. Is it like if you take water bottles of a different size and they have the same size hole, and you d- empty them out, they come out at the same speed, right? true yeah yeah that, i guess that's true but also like it's if you just, if you um, if you have a like a water hose in your front yard <laughs> yeah and there's water coming out of it and you decrease the size of the hole with your thumb right like it comes out uh-huh. at a higher pressure so you can you can you can splash people you can squirt on people true but i think we're working with the same size hole here i don't think i don't think hole size decreases or increases much depending on uh, girth or length you know i, I feel like piece uh the, the hole size is pretty standard Wow. What if I don't know that though? That's something I don't really know. You know how how I've never. How can I'll I? be honest with you. Like just like every guy, like you 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 see other dicks and you're like, okay, that's bigger than smaller than mine. I have never looked at a pee hole and been, mm, 
man, that's a that's a that's a larger beehole than I, I had. It's a deeper it's hole. A, it's a bigger hole. <laughs> um. Anyway, we're off to a good start. <laughs> um, but you don't want to talk about pee holes anymore, Chris? Come what on. I was gonna say was, it was Steve was making fun of me or something about how I watch, um, I, I watch Vine compilations because I have depression, mm-hmm. and I was like, I mean, you're not wrong. Um, but I said uh, I, I, I don't watch Vine compilations anymore. But like almost like once an hour, I have a thought that is voiced through a Vine, and that is um, that's troubling. That I'll just think I think in in Vine quotes like skinny penis or is that allowed or little things like that and now i know that my brain is forever corrupted that's um that's not a unique thing um as, as you know i listen to the salt report mm-hmm, podcast mm-hmm. on a pretty religious basis and yes it's mostly been Kay and um and jesse but uh those two mm-hmm. people have been just they just quote vines at each other for a conversation sometimes it's it's it's, it's final fantasy 14 like gobbledygook yep. and then yep. when one of them says something funny the other one will say a vine and then they will both break down in laughter so it's tough i could probably i could probably fake my way through a final fantasy 14 podcast at this point in my life i think i don't even know if i could because when i see people talk about it and they use like acronyms and stuff like that i'm like i don't i put like 95 hours into this game i have no fucking clue what you're talking about <laughs> And then they put that near content in there just to just to just to bait me. I feel yeah. baited, as like they say on Twitter. Yeah, on Twitch. if you want to put like 250 hours of your life into it, you might be able to reach that point and then um, hope to run into some strong enough people to run that that dungeon with. Because I, I keep hearing people being like, "Oh, they're adding this thing or that thing. I got to go play it now." It's like, dog, that's so far down <laughs> the line. <laughs> I don't understand how any of that works. Like, I don't like. Is it just not a I don't know how deep I want to get into this, actually, but like, is it not? I mean, like you did can, you ever play World of Warcraft? No, no, I've literally never played a online mm. role playing game outside of like, well, Dark Souls, I guess. I guess yeah. that's the closest. I mean, you play Dark Souls where at the end of the day, like gear and level can only do so much. Like it, it's all about player skill. That's why, you know, people like Patty play it at level one. I mean, they beat it. Mm-hmm. Um, but a game like World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy 14 and MMO, it is all about your gear and your level and all that stuff. So it's just about like min maxing like, your stats essentially um, to the point where you're able to functionally complete uh, this boss fight because you need to be able to do this amount of damage in this amount of time and be able to follow these. Pa- it's like there's a science to it. FF14 a little bit less so than World of Warcraft, but um, there's yeah, like to do. I, I I don't. Everybody keeps telling me about the Final Fantasy VIII themed dungeon or raid that they added in FF14, and it's like, dude, even if I was a high level, like the highest level. I don't think I'd be able to do it. Like, I'm not good enough at the game to be able to swing that. Maybe in, you know, a future expansion when I've already leveled past it, I can go back and do that raid. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't have the time or energy to be that good at this game. I mean, maybe, maybe it's less dramatic than I'm making it seem. Maybe you just need a group of people at the right level who know what they're doing and you're fine. But um, yeah, like high-end MMO stuff always kind of freaks me out. I, I love the like level up. Uh, grind of an MMO because there's always like if you if you really get into it there's a great sense of progression and satisfaction in that which is why people love it so much but then this used to always happen and wow I would get to the highest level me and my friends all played in high school get to the highest level and I never really wanted to raid or like do high-end dungeons um I'm not I'm not a social gamer that's my problem I like playing games by myself but um the the sense of reward came from leveling up getting that new piece of armor that looks kind of cool and when you get to the highest level like that drops off significantly because now it's like yeah do this raid for six months hope you get 
the uh, the the points you need to buy the thing or hope that the item drops randomly from the enemy and that you win it from the rest of the people in your party. There's just an aspect to it that I'm like, I don't really enjoy that. I do understand why people do, because it becomes like almost like a lifestyle. Like this is it's a community you're part of. It's it's something that you do daily to, I don't know, satisfy an itch, just like you and I check Twitter or do whatever the hell we do. It's kind of, you know, becomes one of those daily routine things. But the the satisfaction and like reward drops off significantly for me whenever I hit a high level. Like in FF14, I tried for so long to get to level 50 so I could unlock Samurai because I'm like, hell yeah, I want to be a Samurai. That's mm-hmm, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first time that I uh, originally did that, I was like three levels away or something like that. And I and I just like dropped off. I was like, man, I'm about to like hit, hit my target goal and now I don't want to play anymore, which is weird. I started a new character. Um, there was some level boost going on. So I started a new character, leveled up really fast, got to 50, got unlocked Samurai, was like, hell fucking yeah, dude. And then I quit. I, quit. I stopped playing because I was like, yeah, I reached my goal. Like my, I need to create a new goal, um, which eventually was to finish that first like A Realm Reborn is what the original Final Fantasy 14 is called or the what it's not the original, but the, the base game, basically. The, the, the relaunch, because 1.0 yes. no longer exists. Um, right. So when I beat that, that was my second goal post. I beat that, and then I started Heavensward, which is the first expansion, which was, like, really, really cool. But now I was basically just, like, aimlessly sort of wandering towards, like, level 60, where I could unlock Gunbreaker, which is Gunblades like Squall. Um, but then I started thinking, I, I don't know if I want to be a tank, which is what that class is. There was all these, like, little, like, th- like what-ifs popping into my head. I'm like, oh, my satisfaction is, is finding a goal and reaching that goal. And when I have to keep changing it, I, like that system wasn't working for me. Interesting. Yeah. Were you, have you been tempted by uh, the WoW Classic launch at all? A little bit by like the nostalgia of it. And I watched a video of somebody playing it for like three minutes. Yeah. And I went, oh, yeah, I remember that. Okay, I'm not going to play it. Um, like, do you think, because I know you and your Chop Chain boys were big, way big mm-hmm. WoW people. Like, you, you guys like were deep into it for a while. Like, yeah. Are any of them like on the group text being like, come on boys, let's do the thing. Or is everybody kind of grown out? I think of it? so. I think everybody was like, kind of like vaguely interested into, it. I know Steve for sure was like, yeah, like I play F 14. I don't want to go back to sure. the old yeah. ways. And wow. Like I remember how it was. And Steve's nostalgia meter is not like driving him back. Like he's all set with where he is now. Um, I do understand the drive a little bit because thinking back on those days and like how much fun we had, I gained 35 pounds in like three months because I didn't what? do anything but play wow. Yeah. I gained a lot of weight. Um, thankfully, I lost it all like that same year, which is all probably super unhealthy. Um, I was like 15 and, and just didn't do anything but play World of Warcraft for a little while because <laughs> I had I'd wanted to play EverQuest since I was like 10 years old. And my mom was like, no, people kill themselves when they play that game. You can't you can't play it because it was like horror stories on the news. But I wanted to play EverQuest so goddamn bad. So World of Warcraft came out and I was like, this is my ticket in. And I got like my free month trial. How did that led right? How did your mom approve World of Warcraft and not EverQuest? I she just like didn't know what it was. It didn't have the same stigma because EverQuest was a thing she'd seen on the news and heard about and was like, no, you can't play it. Dylan's mom did the same thing to him, which is really funny. Um, So, yeah, wow was where we we got in and I gained so much weight. It was really, really bad. Um, But just those like long hours of like okay i'm gonna play for like three hours after school and do nothing else and maybe gain one level and there was just some sort of like itch and drive to like really keep like pushing and like going for it and you'd see higher level characters and they look so cool and that was sort of a motivation and uh i played by myself for a long time before all my other friends finally started joining in and then that was more motivation it's like oh i want to keep up with my friends and all that stuff so it um i don't know yeah wow classic definitely like it did stir something in me a little bit Ooh. like that nostalgia. I wanted to go back and see it, but it's, I know that the effort that I'd have to put in would be too much in 
junior year of high school, I think, is when Burning Crusade, the first expansion, came out. And the level cap got moved to 70. And we, me and Dylan were like level 50 at the time. And we were both like, okay, we're not going to shave or cut our hair until we get to level 70, which is hilarious for like 16-year-olds. Um, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and yeah, it's literally, it literally took us like seven I'm not going to shave my pubes. Homie, you have yeah. three. <laughs> what are you doing? Homie, you, you couldn't. Yeah. Um, but it took us like almost the entire school year to do it, which is ridiculous. And I'm like, I don't have that kind of time. I got a fucking job, dude. I, I do a podcast. I like other video games. Yeah, seriously. I I just look at it and I'm I'm so confused. Like I missed out on all of the all of the stuff and I um yeah, I'm just I'm just confused by it. Like I never played any of it. I had a couple of friends that got a little bit into it, uh, but not like crazy into it. Um mm-hmm. I had a friend at work a dude I would never expect to get into it except since then he's gotten addicted to other kinds of social video games. So mm. he got like heavy into it uh where he was like, you know, 40 hours in a weekend kind of situation like that's wow. the fucking all he would do in a weekend and then since then he's moved on from wow to be like you know some tank game or some war game or something so mm-hmm. he gets on with his weird racist buddies and they shoot tanks at each other <laughs> i don't know how tank wars work um but yeah it's just from the outside looking in i've just never understood it like the gameplay never has looked exciting to me a single time i've watched tons oh it's of not. stuff uh and, absolutely it's not and that's really like i look at final fantasy 14 and Again, like I know a bunch of people in the Final Fantasy fourteen community where like they are they and it's all like different people in different communities. Like there's a bunch of people that play it. They all play it drastically different from one another. They all have like these weird social groupings and like you see mm-hmm. screenshots of like legit gear and you can do play crazy dress up with your character and I'm like, Oh, that looks legit, but like anytime I've like literally clicked like how do I play Final Fantasy fourteen, like it just comes up with these god awful UI menus. And I know you can change all of that, but it just like Yeah, none but that, of that even is, that that put that yeah. kept me off for the longest yeah. time. And even after I started playing, it still kept me off. And I finally like got my UI to a place where I understood it and it wasn't so cluttered. Like I know Mai who plays FF fourteen, she plays with like i think most of the ui off or like hidden yeah because she knows like i if this is gonna bother me i don't want to speak for her but like that's a lot of people just have to like really take control of that otherwise it's a cluttered mess and it's like not fun to look at um and it definitely is like the gameplay itself it's it's tapping the right like number at the right time like i hit this skill this cools down i use that skill this cools down you know there is a um a delay to everything that you do in a sense but you learn to adapt to that and you just have to like want to like that kind of gameplay for me it's never ever been about the gameplay in an mmo it's the progression um you know getting the experience from doing the quest doing xyz collecting these things to further you know to, to fill up those bars you know right uh and hit that next level and get the sound effect it's like those just pavlovian responses right um and then just exploring like World of Warcraft. I every time I got to a new area, it was like, holy shit, this is so mysterious. I don't know what's over there. My map isn't filled in yet. I'm scared. I'm going to get killed by those wolves over there. That I can like that. I can definitely understand that. Like, right. Like that's that's straight up mm-hmm. R- like RPG, like any kind of like ex- exploration based RPG where you're like, oh, God, what's over there? And will it kill me? Like it, what, it's, yeah. it's terrifying to go, or, you know, oh, there's a big castle over there and I can walk to it or something like I, I get that completely. There were so many little things in World of Warcraft. I started out uh, Alliance, and then I went most. I spent most of my time playing Horde. But when I started, I was Alliance. I created a like a night elf or or a pal a human paladin or something like that. I I played in the human area though. I liked it. It looked like um like the Shire. It was called Goldshire, I think, or Elwyn Forest. Uh, it, so it looked like Lord of the Rings stuff. And I was like, yeah, I want to spend my time here. And then you you press the edges, and there's Westfall on one side, which looks like it's permanently in Sunset, and 
Um, on the other side, there was Duskwood, which was like spooky haunted forest. And to me, not like I wasn't going online and like looking stuff up. I was just playing the game and like testing the edges of the starter area, being like, oh shit, should I go over there? If I cross this river, I might die. Uh, and I loved that. I loved that experience. And then finally getting to Duskwood, exploring it and just like looking around. And um, there was a, I think it's Duskwood. I'm not sure. It doesn't, you don't, you don't care. Um, one of these areas near the starting area, there was this like big kind of like cliff you could go up and you could circle around back of it. And then there would be like a little valley inside the cliff. There was like this level question mark, question mark, question mark dragon in there that would like kill you in one hit. And when I found that, I remember like going on AIM and like messaging all my friends and being like, holy shit, you guys, I just found a dragon in, in this area and you all have to come and see it. And it was that kind of thing that I lived for. But when it came to actually facing down those challenges and having to put like the math in, mm-hmm. I then I then I stopped caring. It was the exploration and the progression that really, really made me interested in um, in MMOs. But that's less and less what they're about, because it's all about like PvP or like just the competitive nature of of play in video games nowadays. Even if you're not facing off against other people, it's being competitive enough to get that slot in that raid so that people want to group up with you because you're good. And I just, I don't like that aspect to it. Um, I think for a lot of people, that's where the thrill is. That's where the fun is. But for me, it's not. And uh, (laughs) I I have to understand that. I probably will go back to FF14. I didn't like officially quit or anything like that. I just like fell off of it because other games to play. Um, But but yeah, it's uh, I I stopped actually because I got to a, a dungeon that I had to actually run because steve is a, is you know the highest level or whatever so i'd have him run me through everything i didn't get any experience but i was like i don't give a shit it's like i'm going through i'm watching the cutscenes, i'm fighting the boss i'm just hanging out with my bud like it's no big deal but now that i had to go back to actually grouping up with people i'm like oh i don't i don't want to do wanna this, with, yeah, this i don't want to play with strangers <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah i don't i don't want to play any of that stuff i've been playing i put more time into the surge i've talked about the surge a little bit um that game gets super good. Like that game does some interesting stuff. Huh. Like uh, I thought I'd heard that there was only like six levels and that uh, they were pretty segmented from one another. And that's true. Like you, you literally take a train from the first area to the second, and then you take a different train from the second to the third. But then once you kind of do the third one, it loops around in a really satisfying way. And like, then you're supposed to take the train back to the second area, which is now dramatically changed and lets you access different areas oh, and stuff. That's and, cool. and it's just like, really like I, this game got like horrible fucking press, man. Like I was just, I was, I was, I've always like heard that the surge sucks or whatever, but had like one or tr- two true believers and, and yes, surge fletch I, I know you're one of them. You don't have to at me on Twitter. I promise. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I always heard there was some true believers, but once again, CJ and Patty, like doing their year of the weird over through Twin Humanities podcast, uh, like started talking about it. I was like, you know what? I have it. I got it for free. Let me check it out. And then like I finished the first level and was like, I'm going to buy the DLC because I want to support these guys like this is fucking great. And the DLC is great. Oh, wow. The DLC is a um, amusement park. Um, so like the, the core conceit of the of Surge is like there's a company and they've built these like rigs. They call them exo rigs, I think. Um, and you, your character Warren, like the white boy Warren, is your character on this. There's no character creator, which I find very strange. Mm-hmm. But uh, white boy Warren is um, disabled. Is that what they call him, or is that what you call? That's him? what I call him, white boy Warren. Uh, <laughs> they don't ever refer to it. They haven't yet. Like maybe that'll come up with an NBC later. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but they uh, that should be the name of this episode. By the way, is white boy Warren. And just wait for everybody <laughs> to, to, to. Who the fuck is Warren? Yeah. All the supernatural nerds that don't listen to the out, outtakes. Uh, anyway, they um. He's disabled. So you start the game in like a wheelchair. 
Uh, but the rig allows them to walk around. Uh, and like most of the employees of this corporation that use, utilize these rigs to like build stuff are like that as well. So the amusement park is set up for a place for those people that are in these rigs who bring their families and have like a Disney day out type situation uh, without, oh. without being like stared at like they're weird or unusual. Right. So, cause they, cause they were in these, these rigs. Well, of course, everything goes wrong in that big music park. <laughs> like something bad happened. And oh, now what? all of the animatronic AI like mascots are trying to murder everybody. So like you were, huh. you were fighting dudes with like giant popcorn heads and things like that. And it's just, it's so wacky and colorful and weird. It's just, it's really great. So yeah, I had like no idea what that game was about. I thought it was just like sci-fi dark souls, um, which is probably what worked against it. It is. It is very much sci-fi dark souls too. Like that. That's a that's an extremely apt. Like you're. It's a stamina based combat system. Uh, the you, you get a bunch of different weapons, but and you you know equip armor and you know arm gear, leg gear, all that stuff. You Ooh. have to build all that Ooh. stuff. Uh, but there's only it seems to be about four or five weapon classes. Um, it's there's a one hand, a two hand, a staff, and something else that i'm forgetting uh but i've been kind of bouncing from those and like as you use them you get you level up proficiency which i think makes it do a slightly more damage or, or what have you or, um, and it's you know i mean it's very much like dark souls it's over the shoulder third person stamina based combat like you can't really get mm-hmm. away from the comparison that much uh and it's not like an action game because you it's it has a lot of animation priority so you can get caught up in a combo like swinging at nobody looking like a fucking idiot right like i do that all uh, the time yeah yeah, yeah. um but it's still good. Like it feels really solid every once in a while. And my, my father-in-law is crashing with me and um, every once in a while, like I'll be playing and he's watching me play the game and I'll get like a really good hit and the, the enemy will just go flying across the screen. And my father-in-law <laughs> will be like, yeah, I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> Kick that dude's ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the second one is coming out soon, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the That's apparently right around the corner. And uh, I don't know after this, I think I want to play control next or maybe. Um, oh Yeah. I started control. I keep getting lost and then not playing because um, there's I personally I have a difficult time navigating the world space where it, there'll be a map marker, but there's nothing to like indicate um, like in the world. There's no like quest tracker like right in front of you or something, which is fine. Um, but it'll be like, oh, yeah, you have to go over to like the cooling department or something of this strange building that you're in. And I will find myself running in 100 percent the opposite direction for like 15 minutes. And then I'll finally get to where I'm going and then I'll die. So I'm just like, oh, I know that this is me and I keep screwing up, but I don't want to play because I keep doing everything over and over again. <laughs> um, so I need I need to really like sit down and focus on that. But I, I stopped and I put 35 hours into Final Fantasy VIII in a week, um, which is just disgusting. Um, but I beat that. And then immediately I went into Final Fantasy IX, which I've never played. Um, and I thought, OK, I've got the I've got the Final Fantasy bug time to like take on one of them that i missed out on um and that's what i've been doing for i put like eight hours into that now so uh, i'll get back to control eventually this year yeah also uh blasphemous came out what's that oh that's like um uh like a metroidvania looking game right yeah it's it's 2d everyone's saying it's like a it's it's a everyone is talking about it in terms of souls like and i haven't played it to, to know how true it is but it's got like a very heavy metal like crazy aesthetic uh to it mm-hmm. that looks really really good so I'm, I'm pretty excited about it and then that game i played a while back which was another 2d um dark souls game death's gambit apparently that's mm-hmm. getting like a huge content update that's going to add all kinds Ooh. of crazy shit to it so i'm kind of excited Ooh. about that too so i don't know like i'll i'll probably like hold off on uh surge 2 for a little while so yeah 
I was gonna say we should do our um our number one songs thing, but uh, first of all, it's the middle of the day, so I don't know if people will be around to answer our questions. Second of all, the website isn't working for me. I don't know. If that's just me, but it's not loading anymore. <laughs> and, and third just of all, fatal error. Third so, of all, we we are thirty four minutes. I'm thirty minutes into <laughs> recording, so we should probably yeah. just record talk about supernatural yeah. instead. Okay, uh, let's do that. Let me really quick. I want to take off my sweatshirt because I'm hot. But um, one sec. Oh, now I'm cold. I'm instantly cold. Have my nipples pressed up to the mic for a second. Please, no, no nipple talk. I've had enough <laughs> nipples today. As an incentive, by the way. Oh. Okay. All right. I'm back. Let's let's do this shit. Wait, wait. As an incentive, I just want you to know that if you, mm-hmm. if if the listeners out there go to patreoncom slash of the week and they donate one dollar per month mm-hmm. they get access to mm-hmm. our discord where they can say such they can ask me questions personally i ask you too i think i'm a little bit more active on the discord than you are in general but um they can ask me questions like why are you guys talking about nipple play there's never been any nipple play in that racist truck episode and you know what i have to do i have to go find the scene the sex scene in the racist truck episode pull out my gift program and gift this chick sucking on dean's nipple while dean's eyes roll in the back of its head like it's a goddamn softcore porn movie and post it in response because nobody was believing me about the nipples and i just i wanted to get that off my chest one dollar everybody monster of the week patreon.com slash monster of the week we Y'all can- just thought i made that shit up and as soon as like you texted me after you were like um I, I gotta look up the nipple play thing and then I looked at the conversation in Discord and I was like, fuck man, like this was like three years ago. I fully could have just made that up as a joke and <laughs> just convinced myself that it was real. <laughs> but thankfully it was real. And hey, and look, that could definitely have happened. Like we make up a lot of bullshit on this shit. Like I'm still not sure whether yeah. or not Sam is, is nutting blood on a constant basis. I don't know if that's canon yeah. or not, but yeah. Anyway. Um It's tough. It's tough. All right, let's do this podcast. Let's do this podcast. I don't know if I still have my notes up. There it is. (laughs) 